Welcome to another episode of Degrassi Talks. We are back once again with a new podcast this week and a new Degrassi episode to discuss. Today we'll be talking about Nowhere to Run, the Degrassi special which premiered on Teen Nick this week and on Much Music about a month ago. Um, Sort of a Halloween special, but also sort of not. This episode took place over summer vacation and included a lot of storylines for Claire, Ali, as well as Jake. And I'm sure that we will have a lot to say about that. But before we get into the episode, I want to welcome one of our new co-hosts and DegrassiFans.com contributor, Chrissy. Hi. Welcome, Chrissy. Yay. Chrissy Chrissy. just recently joined the DegrassiFans.com family, and she's chatting with us on the podcast this week, so we're very happy to have her. And of course, we also have Ashley and Bianca here as well, as well as myself. (laughs) (laughs) So how have you guys been lately? It's been a while since we did a podcast, so... Yeah, I feel like it's been a really long time since the last podcast, but um, everything's been good. Definitely status quo on my end. Um, you know, working, you know, doing my media thing. Yep, working, story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been really busy, and um, since I, I don't remember if you guys remember, but I started out school in September for public relations, a Bachelor of Public Relations. So I've literally been doing things nonstop like news releases and blog posts and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but it's just been so crazy this past month and couple of months. And right now I'm actually sitting in the library uh, recording this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> because, yeah, because the internet in my residence, um, we only have five gigabytes a week, which seems like a lot. Um, but it really isn't like it's really enough for me to watch a movie and download all of my school stuff and that's about it so like I'm right now I'm sitting in a study room and recording this (laughs) for me I also have been in school and that's been a little crazy but good but it's still a lot of crazy I'm so sick of (laughs) writing papers (laughs) school always gets busy around this time of year so luckily we were able to make time for this podcast Okay, so let's start talking about the episode then. Just get right into it. Let's see, uh, how about like your general thoughts about the episode? First impressions, did you like it? Did you not like it? What do you guys think? My first general thoughts is I actually really liked it because I'm, maybe it's because I we haven't seen a new episode in a really long time. That was definitely bias number one. But in general, I liked, I just liked how the episode flowed. How, they're, how they were just focused on this one plot line of everyone together as opposed to, you know, going from here to there and, you know, everywhere else in, in, in 30 minutes. So, um, generally, I liked it. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Bianca. You basically said what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I really liked it. I felt it had some good moments that we don't really get to see when they're constrained to the school. But there was some moments that I could have done without but overall, it was pretty good and actually did have some suspenseful moments, which did surprise me. Yeah, I, I didn't really like it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that I hated it, but it's definitely like, you know, in my least favorite Degrassi episodes, it would fit into that kind of category. Um, I did kind of like the like camping feel to it. And like you said, Chrissy, I liked how they were outside of the school and um, I thought that was kind of neat to see. Um, I liked uh, Sam Earl's tweets back when it aired on Much Music. <laughs> All of his tweets about it were really funny, and that was like the highlight of my night when I first watched it. But um, overall, I didn't care for the storyline, and I just thought it seemed really like 
just it was really hard not to laugh at moments that you weren't supposed to laugh at kind of thing can we just it was kind of weird yeah go ahead sorry i was gonna say can we just take a moment to appreciate sam earl for tweeting everything he does (laughs) while watching degrassi episodes yes it's like the greatest ever i like look forward to his tweets every week Yeah, it's definitely why I tweet during live episodes of shows, just so I can see what he says. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so one funny part about this episode was that, like, it was sort of a Halloween special, but then not really. Like, I mean, Degrassi has done, obviously, Halloween specials in the past, and they've always been kind of, like, alternate universe things. But this one was, um, like, a Halloween special, but it was supposed to be, like, real. And, um... So what do you guys think about that? Like, do you think that this was a Halloween special, or was it just kind of, like, spooky-themed episode? I definitely thought it was Halloween-themed. I mean, just, judge, like, if anyone saw the Teen Nick version and that new opening that they had, it just looked like a Halloween thing, and of course, which is so out of line, because obviously now it's after Halloween, when it premiered in the States. Um, but, um, I mean, anything that comes along, like, not in season, it just comes along, like, you know, like a spe- like out of the blue in between seasons, I kind of regard it as a special or um, or something that's not a part of, like, the season. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, some parts I felt like, you know, went with the whole, like, Degrassi storyline-ish kind of thing. Um, in other parts, I was like, this is totally, like, a Halloween special. Like, why would this have happened in regular Degrassi universe? For me, I felt like it overall came off as a Halloween special, especially, like you said, with that Teen Nick opening. Obviously, they had a more Thanksgiving special in the woods, but <laughs> there was suspense. There was a campy horror film feel. You know, the horror film roles were very entertaining. So I'd say semi-successful with what they were able to do within the universe. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, it was... It was a little difficult for me to take seriously, and that's unfortunate, because obviously Claire and Jake getting back together is like a major plot point going forward for the rest of the season, but with this, it just, you know, came across kind of fan fiction-y to me compared to a regular episode of Degrassi, but it was still supposed to be like a serious regular episode of Degrassi, sort of, so... I don't know, it kind of reminded me, like, you guys know back in the day, like, when... Nickelodeon aired that show Zoe 101 and they would do like a one hour like movie kind of thing or yeah. something like that it was it was it was kind of like that so I I don't know if Teen Nick was more involved in making this episode or not but could be all right so as the episode starts let's start at the beginning I guess we see Claire's mom and Jake's dad getting married um did anybody else think that this happened a little too fast not really for them being adults. That seemed pretty standard timeline for people on a second marriage. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like you know, if you're older and you know you have your second marriage, I mean, there's really no like, there's really no point in waiting at that point. So I feel like that was a pretty normal timeline. Yeah, I thought it was funny because it sort of looked like they got married in their own living room or something. <laughs> Oh, they did. <laughs> like, I guess that Degrassi couldn't afford to, like, build a new set or something like that. So I was like, okay. Can't well, shoot on locations. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, definitely, like, since, you know, the Edwards families are hardcore Catholics, since it's a second marriage, they can they couldn't get married in the church anyway. 
So, but it's just strange how it was in their just random living room. It's not even like it's a nice little nice one. Not even in the backyard. Yeah, not even like in exactly. the exactly. Like yeah, it was summer. They should have done it in the backyard. Don't get it. Anyways, okay. So then um, we have the Dave and Allie breakup scene. What did you guys think about that? I know that some of us are fans of of Dave and Allie, so I'm glad it's done. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like if they just don't seem like a couple to me. Um, no. I just can't see them together. So I'm just kind of glad it's done and over with. I think that like when they broke up and got back together again, it was just making something just try to be there when it just wasn't like they don't have the chemistry together it was just it was just so i am uh, just so glad that it's done i hope and dave hit puberty yeah <laughs> he's a late bloomer but you know he, his voice changed so funny i had a friend text me and she's like did dave's voice change and i was like uh, i don't know i think so <laughs> See, I think I kind of feel the opposite. While I'm not really a big fan of Allie or Dave individually, I feel like they kind of don't have any other options on who would be good with them. So, but I, ex- I guess I expected it too. But I really wish Dave would have said we were on a break. And Allie saying that she saved herself for Dave was kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, I know when yeah. she obviously. Yeah, yeah. That they said she said something like, "We were gonna wait for each other," and I'm just thinking like, "Hmm, Allie, you're not a virgin, and you're backwards." I mean, that's her nickname. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Like the whole breakup was just—it was very um, strange. Like they, it was pretty obvious they only set it up to do like the Jake and Allie storyline. I just didn't really understand why Dave hooked up with some girl like who is she why did he do that like it just it was just like oh yeah I got together with some girl sorry <laughs> like, um, I just didn't really get it and um, you know I just feel like they just kind of broke them up for the sake of the Jake and Ellie storyline it kind of reminded me of do you guys remember the beginning of season 4 when Liberty Toby and Emma are walking up the steps and they all say they broke up with their uh, boyfriend, girlfriend over summer. Yes. That's what yeah. it reminded me of. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true, actually. <laughs> so speaking of Allie and Jake, um, what did you guys think of their scenes? I mean, we all knew it was coming, obviously, because it was spoiled, like, far in advance, but um, what did you think when you actually saw Waste kiss? of time. <laughs> A total waste of time. <laughs> it's just another thing to make Claire upset, right? Yep. I don't know. I just, I totally didn't get why that would happen. Because, like, they didn't even really talk when Claire and Jake were somewhat together before. So it was just really out of line. Yeah, it was extremely, like, out of character. Um, I think for both of them. Because, yeah, like you said, like, I don't think it's, they're not, like, friends or anything, you mm-hmm. know? I think this is, like, the first time they've ever, like, spoken to each other, it seems like, anyway. And, um... I don't know. It was just weird and awkward, and I don't know. I didn't like it. It would have been okay if they were, like, drunk or something, but, like, they weren't even drunk. Yeah. They were sitting by a fire, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have made more sense if they were drunk or yeah, something. they weren't, like, high on the fumes from the fire. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know what was in his couch could have been in the fire, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> yes. Well, it was a random bag of weed in his, in his couch. So is it Jake's One? or Jake's dad's? <laughs> dad's, yeah. That's, like, the big question. Pretty sure it's Jake's dad's. 
<laughs> like so I just assumed that it was Jake's. So, <laughs> but I don't know. I guess we don't know anything about Jake's dad, so it's possible. Except he's kind of <laughs> hot. Yeah, he is. He, he is, is kind of hot. That jaw yeah. structure. <laughs> with with the Jake and Allie thing around the campfire, I don't know. I kind of take it back to the moment where Allie first saw Jake, and they kind of did this like synchronized twirl when they looked at each other. So I think uh, that. Granted, I don't know if they actually thought that far ahead, but it almost seemed like foreshadowing. But, I don't know, I kind of see Jake Alley more than I see Claire and Jake naturally progressing overall. It kind of reminded me of, like, the time when Allie kissed KC in Season 8. Exactly. Like, it was kind of yeah. the same storyline. So It's the same exact one. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's kind of the whole thing... Like, I think that it was stupid that Jake would kiss the girl that he's still in love with, best friend. But, at the same time, when you're both down, like you said, if they'd been drinking, it totally would have been a given that that would happen. With them not drinking, still could happen, though. They were both kind of depressed, and, you know, lips are there. Yeah, exactly. So then Claire um, sees Allie and Jake, and she gets all upset, and she runs away, and... And then um, Jake and, and Drew go after her in the woods. Uh, what did you guys think about these, like, chasing Claire through the woods? I thought Drew was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Um, it was like a little, nice little bonding moment between the two. But um, I, I just loved um, Drew's parts. I would agree. I'm not a Drew fan. But Drew is very entertaining as of late. Definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of Drew, but, like, Luke portrays Drew so well that it's kind of hard not to have any uh, negative things to say about him as a character, I guess. Well, not negative things as a character, but the way that he portrays the character. As I was watching it, I was kind of annoyed, like, the first time I watched it, because it was, like... The two cute boys go to rescue Claire while the girls stay back at the cabin and do nothing. And it was just very, like, kind of like Jake and Drew to the rescue kind of thing. And, <laughs> and you know, if Claire got lost in the forest, um, like, why are Jake, Jake and Drew better at, like, finding her? And, like, how far could she really have gone? And stuff like that. And I just didn't really like how it was, like, the boys go and rescue her and the girls stay back and do nothing kind of thing. I, I get where you're, get high. <laughs> you're coming from on that, but at the same yeah. time, I can't see Allie volunteering to go in the woods. Bianca wouldn't care. And Katie and Marisol, obviously we haven't gotten to that point, but we know why they weren't there. But I do get what you're saying about just it being the boys. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense for Jake, but I just don't know about Drew. Like, It's not like he's really friends with Claire either. Maybe he just wanted to not be in the same room as all of the girls he's dated. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that is possible, actually. Yeah, I think I think that is why he left. I think that he said, um, oh, oh, no, no, wait, no, I'm, I'm getting my storyline mixed up because I've seen it so far ago. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's definitely probably why he definitely left. You know, he just wanted to get away from all that drama because, I mean, there was recently cat fights when they were gone and in that, and all the girls were in that cabin together. And Allie actually brought up the whole Drew Bianca thing again. 
Which is very much her character, but I felt I still found it funny. Yeah, kind of tiring. So then, um, of course, this episode also has the Claire and, and Eli scenes. And, I, you know, I was reading some of the comments online, and some people were disappointed with um, Eli and Claire in this episode. What did you guys think? Um, I don't know if I was disappointed. Um, I was I was looking forward to the reunion because, you know, I think for a while they weren't talking and, you know, they had a lot of animosity between each other. So um, I was happy for a reunion in some sense because... And I think, I mean, even though it was strange and how he just kind of, like, randomly showed up in the woods... Um, I liked how he how he was a, a part of the picture in this episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, after this episode, I kind of see their, like, eclair more as a friendship than a relationship. I, like, the way that I've kind of seen them reacting in this, epi- interacting in this episode and I'm more leaning more so towards, like, Cake. Um, although I wasn't really an eclair shipper anyways in the beginning. But I, I think this kind of special kind of made it more um, made it seem more to me that they should be friends they should stick to being friends I think it's kind of hard to say exactly how I felt on it because I think we all have seen like you know the anti-eclair and the pro-eclair sides of it like some people feel like they're just beating a dead horse and then other people feel like they're giving little moments specifically for the fans and that wouldn't be realistic but I think that with the way that they left things they kind of still would have a friendship but it did seem like it was written to have a moment because you get that like second of where they just stop and nothing's really going on but their personal conversation nothing to really do with the story so I still think it was an an eclair moment, but not necessarily the super romantic moment that some people had hoped for, which I think at this point would be unrealistic anyways. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think that like Monroe and Aislinn, every time they have a scene together, they have a lot of chemistry, so it always tends to be an enjoyable scene. But again, back to one of my main problems with the episode, um, it really sort of seemed like, you know, Eli came to the rescue, declares rescue in the end, and then, you know, he, like, heals her poor injured hand, because apparently she can't, you know, perform first aid on her own. And, like, you know, like, Claire's this damsel in distress in the woods who, like, needs a boy to come and find her and save her and tell her that everything's okay, kind of. Um, I mean, it was very, like, romantic in some ways, but, um, I am just kind of sick of all of the Claire romance storylines, like whether it's Jake or Eli or whoever, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I just don't really like any of them anymore. So. I think, yeah, I think Claire needs a storyline on her own. Like she doesn't yeah, need a man sure. to, you know, have a storyline. Cause basically since she's been on the show, she's been with a boyfriend or, you know, had issues with boys. I think she needs to have like her own little storyline time. And Claire's kind of like the, the relatable character on Undergrassy in this generation. Like, she's the girl that other girls kind of, like, see themselves in and look to. And I don't know if maybe that's why she gets so many boyfriend storylines or um, or anything like that. But, I mean, people have been saying forever that they want Claire to have a storyline apart from Casey, Jake, and Eli. And it hasn't really happened yet. It doesn't really look like it's going to happen 
anytime soon either, which is unfortunate, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Well, I mean, even if she is with Jake, like, I don't have a problem with her staying with Jake and having his storyline on her own. I think it just, her scenes need to, like, there needs to be a scene with her just not dealing with boys. Yeah, she has a lot of boyfriend drama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she always goes for, like, the bad boy types, too. I guess kind of like Emma. <laughs> yeah, very similar. Yeah. I definitely agree. I feel like Claire and the whole boy thing has been kind of overplayed at this point. I really miss the moments that you would see, like how she is with Adam. Or even though Allie and her seem to conflict, it's kind of that Emma Manny thing that we all used to love from the beginning. And I don't think that they play that up enough, because every time you see them now, it's all about the boys, not about them. Yeah, for sure. That's what I think, too. So, can we talk about Marisol getting high? Because <laughs> this seems to be, like, the kind of, like, moments in the episode that some people loved and other people just thought it was really stupid. <laughs> it was it was straight up stupid. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, one, just finding the bag of weed in the couch. You know, that's definitely strike one. Strike two, Marisol freaking out and actually smoking it. And then strike three was when them was when they're in locked in the the shed, and then um, Katie therefore gets secondhand high. I mean, it was just it was ridiculous. And at one point, I was like, "What am I watching right now? And why is this allowed to be on television? Because isn't there like <laughs> laws like that can't show th- show this type of stuff on television, or or am I am um, I way too maybe oh, I just outdated." Maybe in the I don't States. think that there's laws. No, there's nothing I mean, like that that I know of. Like, in terms of, like, just basic cable television, because, I mean, Teen Nick is basic cable. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would figure that they they wouldn't be able to have, like, drug abuse. Like, um, on HBO, fine, right? But on Teen Nick? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know they have, like a, it's like, a watershed. Like, you can't have a, like can't have um like explicit content before a certain time oh, it's like nine yeah. or eight o'clock or something like that so maybe that's it because it, air- it aired at nine right right yeah nine so, over here there you go true i should know that i'm in media yeah you should <laughs> <laughs> you're a media buyer you should know this <laughs> or an ad buyer <laughs> Well, it's like it's definitely um, difficult to put that kind of stuff on television because, um, I mean, obviously networks would be nervous about it because they'd be nervous about the kind of reaction that they might get. They'd be nervous about losing advertisers or something like that. But I don't think that they're actually like laws. I just think it's kind of like a taboo subject. I think, yeah, what it is is it's more so I'm surprised it was on Team Nick because if you remember back in the past... Um, when T. Nick used to edit a lot of stuff from Degrassi that they right, didn't feel yeah. was appropriate, like when Spinner was smoking weed because he was going through cancer treatments, and they had edited that out where he was actually putting putting it to his mouth and inhaling it in, they just showed the smoke around him. But this one they actually showed... Did she even actually inhale? Did we see that, or did she just hold it? Um, I, I think she actually inhales. I don't remember exactly. Think... Yeah, I'm not sure. But either way, they showed I... more of it than I expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's it's an episode like where something like that happened, and there's not repercussions. Like nothing bad happened. Like she didn't get in trouble. And there wasn't like so the just kind of yeah Alex you know, the whole J thing. 
Yeah, exactly. Where Paige got mad at Alex or Spinner got yeah, it was in trouble in school. Yeah, it was just kind of casual. Yeah, that was the interesting part because um, the thing about Degrassi, and I know that like um, like the creators and writers have talked about this in the past, is that they're pretty they pretty much can do anything as long as there's some kind of negative consequence to it. But um, this time, you know, obviously, like you guys said, there wasn't any kind of tragic consequence. It was just like a funny scene that we all laughed at kind of thing. And um, I think that with like the new format and having episodes more frequently, I mean, this episode's not a good example because it was just like one time thing. But over the summer, they don't need they don't have like a negative consequence to everything in every episode anymore, I guess, because the episodes are coming more frequently. And so they're a little more, more lenient in terms of that. But. It's still definitely, um, you know, it's something new for Degrassi and but at the same other shows are kind of doing that more. I think at the same time, it was kind of nice not to see an actual consequence because that is realistic. I mean, there's kids doing that and never get in any trouble. But I think the oh, absolutely the reactions were definitely comical, and I feel like someone else said this: they don't always play it as accurately as they should whether that's because they have no personal experience or whatever, but it makes it more comical than realistic, so it's kind of hard to believe. Yeah, for sure. What do you guys think of um, Marisol as a character? Because she is kind of like the comedic relief, but she's te- she is technically a main character. Um, uh, uh, she's kind of a waste of character, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. Um like she doesn't really add any value to the show to be honest with you like she she's a main character but she doesn't really do anything like anything of relevance you know she was br- she was brought in and originally i mean multiple times originally mm-hmm. as someone who who is a stealing boyfriend boyfriend stealer and i mean that doesn't sit well with me at all so i I mean, automatically from the get-go, I just don't like her. And I feel bad because Shannis Barton on, on Twitter is always, like, trying to, like, get people to, like, like her. Yeah, and, um, her. <laughs> and I, But I just feel bad because nobody likes her character. I mean, definitely not her as a person yeah. you know, in real life, but just her character is just is really irritating, and I don't like how they're... I, I never liked how Degrassi tries to make bad characters into good ones. I mean, I guess they did that successfully with Jay, but that took years. Like, it's not going to be an overnight liking thing for her. Yeah, exactly. I think they're trying to make everybody like her, but she's already kind of done all of the stuff that would make yeah. everybody hate her. Like, if yeah. there's hashtags trending on Twitter saying, like, you know, we hate Marisol, it's kind of like, yeah. uh, maybe she shouldn't be on the show anymore. <laughs> Even though Shanice is, like, probably really, really nice and everything, I just, you just can't do that. It's just a waste of a character. And like it's easy to do that with a with a to like make a bad character in g- good mm-hmm. with a guy because like you know uh, Michael Bell was fucking he was hot I loved him yeah oh but God. with a girl it's gonna be like <laughs> eighty eighty thousand times harder yeah I think yeah and that's just sad <laughs> with the whole trending on Twitter thing I remember Marisol trended worldwide and that was because people were saying shut up Marisol. <laughs> Which makes it kind of hilarious. It does. <laughs> but at the same time, I think Shannis portrays her very well. I think it's good to have a character that you don't like. Like, I like having her 
not redeemed, more so where, like, Dave, they're trying to redeem. Right. Where it was nice to just have Dave, who you, most people just don't like. And I like the fact that you have Marisol as kind of, like, I don't know, like, almost like a pointless character, but somebody that you can kind of join forces against. But I'm hoping they don't redeem her like they did with Jay. But Jay, like you said, it took so long, and even at the end, did they really truly redeem Jay, or did he just grow up a little? Right, true. Yeah, I just don't like when they, um, like, take these female characters, and Marisol's kind of like the star example now, but they did it with Jenna back in the day, too, and they just, um, like, they, they write Marisol as just some, like, crazy boyfriend-stealing girl that we can all laugh at and make fun of and hate on, and, um, you know, she's just, she's not, like, uh, an, seen as an important character, she's not really, like, treated with respect by the writers, she's just, like, they're, you know like I said, for us to make fun of, and I don't know, I just, I don't, it's not so much that I don't like Marisol, I just don't like how she's written, which I guess is sort of like not liking Marisol, but it's weird. I just, I wish they wouldn't write characters like that. No, I understand. Especially not main characters. It's, it's the whole, do you really want this person being like front and center when they're Mm -hmm. not even in any way remotely possible redeeming or able to be identified with. Unless, of course, you are the mean girl. But then you probably don't like her anyways. And nobody is like that in real life, either. Like, nobody is just one thing. Or, you know, just a boyfriend stealer. Nobody, you know, even though, yes, there are girls who act like Marisol, sure. But it's not fair to, I think, just make it seem like they don't deserve our respect that makes any sense I don't know (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying but (laughs) and do they really even have enough time with that actress left to be able to show another side of it or is she just going to be like another secondary character that has no point the whole time she's there exactly it's kind of like Hazel right yes total waste of a a character like she had one storyline that was basically it so do you ever see anyone say, I wish they would bring back Hazel? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to say, I wish they brought Marisol back. It's just one of those things. Okay, so um, let's talk about how the episode ended then um, with, obviously, Claire and Allie. Um, Claire and Allie's friendship issues and Claire and, and Jake getting back together. Um, what did you guys think about the ending? I guess I'm kind of indifferent. Claire and Jake were are never I mean it's it's still hard for me to pick a side if I'm team Eclair or team Cake um, because I think Justin Kelly is adorable and I love him on the show um, but I also love Monroe so I mean at the, I mean at this point I think it just goes back to the point where we're kind of we're kind of all tired of Claire having to choose a guy and you know, at this point, I'm not team either or, or, you know, and it's just kind of like whatever, like she's going to pick whatever, and it's like, okay, whatever, that's how it's going to be. Yeah, and they're probably going to break up in like three episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And another thing, too, it's like Claire and Allie are in another fight. They're always in a fight. Always. So it's just like, I know, like, you always usually have that friend in high school who you're constantly fighting with. 
But considering they don't like have any other friends that they interact <laughs> with and don't have a fight with except for Jenna, which, you know, she's kind of just like the stand-in for random dances and stuff. <laughs> to be honest, it is, she is. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of like, ugh, just why can't they just stay friends? Since I love their, like, friendship, they just always have to, like, mess it up. See, I think for me, the way that it ended, it has nothing to do with, like, the so-called pastry battle. I just really feel like at this point, they brought in these great characters. Like, even with Imogen, it's only about the person directly that they're related to. There's no development, really. I, I think that Jake could be this really strong character and actually be an independent lead and hold his own storylines. Because we know not every character is capable of that, but it just seems like not only the character of Jake, but Justin Kelly has the ability to pull his own weight, and I feel like they're just sticking him in this, like, clear hole and just shoving him down there, and I think that's what bothers me the most about it, is that no matter how many times they keep pushing it, we just don't get away from it at all, and I really thought that this special might be a moment to where you saw Jake outside of Claire. Yeah, exactly. And in terms of, like, the, the Claire and Allie friendship, um, I just don't really get why, like, Claire would get back together with Jake and totally forgive him after he kissed her best friend, and yet she hates Allie for kissing her ex-boyfriend. Oh, that is the biggest kind of. statement that, that I saw just, everywhere. It was ridiculous. Like, why does she instantly forgive Jake and now she hates Allie? Like, they kind of, in my mind, did pretty much the same thing. So... Mm-hmm. Claire always has to be with the boy. <laughs> it was frustrating. Which just seems so out of character. And I know that everyone keeps, like, you get the people who are saying, oh, she's growing up, and people change, but it just, it's so hard to believe, after seeing how loyal she is to her friends, for her to be like that. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. So it was um, frustrating in, in some ways. But we did get new promos, though. So perhaps we should talk about those, um, the promos for the next half of season 11 um, from Teen Nick, which uh, Teen Nick aired new promos. Much Music has not aired any promos yet, but um, what do you guys think about the new characters so far and some of the storylines we're seeing? Um, I'm just going to say this one thing, yellow hurts my eyes. <laughs> so it's kind of making me not really want to like the grade nine, so I can just you know not focus on them. Like, I wish they could have chosen pastel colors, as I've said before. Before we were we were recording, we talked about this, but like they hurt my eyes, and they're just the sea of grade nines in the class, and they're just wearing like canary yellow, and it's just not a good situation. <sighs> It really better? isn't, though. We're, like, why couldn't they just have one color for the whole school? Why couldn't they have Degrassi colors? Why couldn't they have, like, royal blue with, like, yellow patchwork or something? That's what my high school had. Why couldn't they have that? <laughs> Anyways, I've done my rant with colors and uniforms. Just, I miss the, re the regular clothes, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah too. regular clothes. Yeah. Well, I guess that, too, because you don't... Well, now you do, but... I mean, you're mainly seeing them in, the, in a school environment, so you kind of want to see what they're wearing, because their clothing is kind of a facet of their character. So when they have the uniforms on, yeah, you can, you know, kind of customize it, but you really can't see that much. 
And I think it goes with the whole... I think they put the uniforms in simply to make Shantae graduate. So they could, like, force <laughs> it upon her. No, really, I'm sure it was something more behind the scenes, like a way to save money, since everything's probably being produced at a higher dollar and they need to cut costs for the amount of episodes. So I'm assuming that is really why we have uniforms. But really, like you said, the yellow, it hurts so bad. Does it just burn? The, the uniforms worked with, um, like, the storyline in season 10, and, like, you know, I get them bringing in the uniforms after the whole... Um, you know, knife thing, I guess. Although, like, why wouldn't they bring in uniforms after the shooting? But that's another story. Um, uh, but now it just kind of seems like, you know, I'm kind of done with that storyline. And, you know, the uniforms, they were good for season 10, but not anymore. But even the you uniforms, know, if they were brought in because, you know, they had, like, okay, after Vince, if they had, well, granted that was prom, but, like, having somebody crash the school that's not supposed to be there and wreaking havoc would have made sense to identify by grade. Yeah, but there's really no real point because it's the stripping thing was a dance. It wasn't like normal everyday wear. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just wish they chose their colors properly. I have no problem with the uniforms. I just wish they didn't choose yellow for grade nine because now we have to see a whole shitload of orange. Or just no more <laughs> nine stories. They they just start at ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was fine last season. Well, this season and before because nobody was in grade nine. And you only saw them in the background, but now they're just everywhere, and oh, I just hate the yellow. <laughs> All right, so so aside from the uniforms, yeah. um, are you guys <laughs> excited for any of the grade nine characters or storylines? Um, yes and no. I really wanted Angie to come back. So now that um, Alex is coming back as Tori, it just kind of pisses me off a bit because I really wanted to see Angie come back, and I realized, like you know. Maybe they couldn't have gotten Joey Jeremiah to come back or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I get. I'm. I'm excited to see like how they're going to develop, right? Because they're starting right from grade nine, and there hasn't really been a lot of characters, new characters coming in starting from grade nine. So we're kind of going to get to see them develop a lot more. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. See, I'm. I'm the opposite. I don't. I didn't want Angie to come back because I'm such like a Joey Jeremiah fan, and I would get really upset if she came back without him, and I think the chances of Pat Mastriani coming back to Degrassi at this point are, like, slim to none. So, um... Yeah. <laughs> I was happy when it wasn't Angie, because I would... See, I would be worried that if they brought back Angie without Joey, they would write something like, Joey died, or, like, Joey abandoned his daughter, or something, yeah. something like that. And I don't, don't want that to happen to his character, even if it's just, like, briefly mentioned. So... See, I can... I'm okay with that. But. I can see what you're saying with that, Aaron. Because, you know, Joey was such a huge part, and the fact that he disappeared and never had closure, being a, a fan of all the series was disappointing, but the way that they focus it now, I mean, new viewers have no idea Simpson was Snake, so if they would have brought yeah, her back, true. there wouldn't have even really needed to be a mention of Joey. For the older yeah, fans, exactly. it kind of would have been a kick, but really, they could have they could have done it without bringing Joey Jeremiah in other than maybe a mention here or there. I think I I really wish they would just mention old characters, even in passing, but there's really no way to do that, and I had hoped Angie would kind of be that thing that's saying, hey, thanks for sticking with us for ten years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, they, they did without, like, for Emma, they did without Spike for, you know, for a while, you know. They 
rarely showed her, you know, in some seasons. So I, they could definitely do without having Joey back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but even though like Angie. Spike wasn't around very much, she was still Emma's mom, and like you're still meant to believe that like Emma and Spike are living together still and stuff like that. Whereas with Angie, like she and Joey moved to Alberta, so like for her to come back, they would have had to move back to Toronto, and they would have had to like at least say where he is, kind of. Right, yeah, like what he's doing. I mean, mm-hmm. even if it's just a, yeah, I mean, like you guys said, like if it's just a mention in passing, it would have been fine. But I would have been, I would have been really way more excited if she came back as Angie as opposed to this new character. I mean, I'm still excited, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's <laughs> it's almost kind of like literally the next, next, next generation is starting. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I wish Angie was here. Mm-hmm. I know. I do like how they're bringing them in as a four-pack, essentially, versus, you know, the larger group all at once, like we kind of were slaughtered with these past two seasons. So it should be interesting. I'm hoping for those original days of, like, Toby and Emma and JT and Manny. Mm-hmm. Or uh, even, yeah. like, the days with Claire and Casey, Ally and Connor. Yes. Kind of. It's 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 like that again. So it'll be... I'm sure they'll all be really cute and... <laughs> The cute minor niners. Although, (laughs) I am kind of hoping that Maya and Tori are not best friends versus the automatic best friend combo that we see right from the Mm -hmm. Mm get-go. Well, in the um, promo thing, I can't remember who it is, but one of them, like, knocks each other over. I think Maya takes out Tori. Yeah. And then so I was like, stop fighting, ladies. <laughs> so there's obviously going to be some sort of issue going on with that. And they imply it's already over Zig, which, by the way, can we say that's a stupid name? Oh, God. It's a really <laughs> stupid name. <laughs> Degrassi has Ooh. a lot of stupid names, so, like, Spinner is like... I like Spinner better than who... Blue. Yeah, <laughs> Blue was the worst one. <laughs> I mean, at least Spinner was a nickname, you know what I mean? Yeah, Blue and true, Zig true. are, like, legal names now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's awful. Oh, God. Well, maybe yeah. he actually has, like, a real name, and they just call him that. God, I hope so. I hope maybe. so, too. <laughs> yeah. Is that, that make Ric- more sense. the Ricardo? Yes. Ricardo Hoyas, or mm-hmm. whatever his last name is? Yep. I think there's more people coming in, though, that haven't been announced. Yes, there was That's a the fuzzy photo from the writer's tumbler last night, and it was oh, of a girl in a nondescript uniform. So you don't really know who she is and what she has to do with the storyline. Some people are guessing Fiona's new love interest, but she looks kind of young to me. She looks like she could be in grade nine, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. So should we talk about the second mm-hmm. promo? Sure. Sure. Is that... Which was? Jenna and Casey? Right. Right. Jenna and Jake. Which is Jenna, <laughs> if you matched them together. <laughs> She was bearable with KC, but now that she's just, like, kind of on her own, I'm just like, get away, go. (laughs) Is it just me, or was it, like, the very next episode, you didn't like her anymore after she gave away Tyson? Like, it was good all until then, and then it just flipped the switch back to not being a Jenna fan. Exactly. She it's, it's like she was the worst. She was like the worst hated character, and then Marisol came along, so then Jenna became more bearable. Um... And now she, I just really don't like her at all either. And it was hard, though, because Casey's, like, standing at the door. And he's just not too happy at all. <laughs> With his new haircut. Yeah, another Casey-Jenna someone love triangle. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I want to see more of like Casey and his mom and like that kind of storyline. I want to yeah. see Casey actually be really upset about Tyson and it not have much to do with Jenna, be more about how he feels. I kind of want to see him yeah. go in a downward spiral over it. Yeah, that would be a really good storyline, like him being affected by it, maybe getting into drugs or something like his mom. Maybe. Yeah, like I feel like Casey is one of those characters that has so much potential because of his past, and there's so much more like of his past that, I mean, we don't even really know about because it's only been kind of briefly mentioned here and there, so... They could really go into that a lot more. And, I just... I, mean, I don't think that, um, like, Casey never really seemed like... I mean, I don't want to say that he didn't care about Tyson, because obviously he did, but, like, he didn't really ever want to be a father, really. It's like he mm-hmm. realized he wanted it too late. But, you know, we have or to take... it still in only seemed like he wanted it because of Jenna. <laughs> I think we have to take into account the fact that he was 15, and even... You'll see it with all age groups of guys becoming fathers, it just doesn't quite sink in the same way as it does being, you know, the female. And I I think they actually accurately portrayed that with Casey because you saw that he did care, but it just, it wasn't enough for him to realize it until, like, right at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why one of my favorite parts about, um, that storyline was Casey's involvement in it, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens to him in the future, and also to Jenna and Jake now, I guess, and, and now Jake and Claire, and so Jenna's stealing another one of Claire's boyfriends. <laughs> Fantastic! Um, <laughs> Makes you love her even more. Or, yeah, another great storyline. Or is Jake going to run to Jenna? Well, exactly. Like we automatically assume that it's Jenna's fault. Maybe not. Maybe. Just blame it on Jenna. <laughs> yeah. See that that clip didn't really show much other than Casey or Jake and Jenna talking. But then if we go into the next clip, you can kind of track back to that on where, what might happen. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be interesting for sure. So um, it looks like these uh, episodes aren't going to start until 2012, which I guess it's actually not that far away now. You know, a month and a, a bit or so, you know, depending on when it actually starts airing. So that'll mm-hmm. be exciting, and it'll be great to get some new characters and and see a, a new class of grade nine start from the beginning again. It's I'm scary. looking forward to. I know. I feel really old whenever <laughs> <laughs> compared to these kids. Oh, <laughs> oh well, I'm I'm still watching Degrassi, and I probably still always will. It's funny, though, because if you think about it, like, the people who watch Degrassi now, who've just started, they have, like, no clue who the new, I mean, the older, like, who Emma and Spinner and all of those people were, because they've kind of, like, made it so that you don't really need to watch the first season, like, all of the seasons to start from season 10, so it's hard. It's a little bit weird. It's like a totally different show in some ways. Okay. All right, so let's talk about the um, Claire and Jake clip, though, the new one that we got. How do you guys feel about that? Um, I, like, practically threw my computer out the wall. (laughs) 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 I mean, literally, I mean, I actually just watched it as you were recording this, and I honestly wanted to throw my computer against the wall. (laughs) 
I think that so is that's why you went silent. <laughs> so that's why our call dropped. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way. Everybody seems to be freaking out about this. Um, and yeah, I can't say that I'm happy about it either. What about you, Ashley? Um, I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like everybody just wants Eclair to just have sex, right? So well, yeah. I don't know, but I'm not like a huge Eclair fan, so I'm not. I don't really give a shit if that happens or not. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's a little bit weird because you don't really see the dynamic that's happening now since their parents are married. So I think that like I need to kind of see if they're going to even show it the relationship like they're having now since they're kind of a family unit. Mm-hmm. Like it just seemed it just seemed really weird if they're like all close and everything like that and they're having sex and I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with it, but I just need to see like more of their family relationship. Well, yeah, like I don't I don't really like it. But I, it's not like I dislike it because I wish that she was with Eli either. You know, if if, the, if mm-hmm. it was like a Claire and Eli clip, I'd probably be equally as annoyed. So <laughs> I yeah. don't know. And That's also, too, I think like Claire was really religious before, so it's kind of she's kind of done like a one eighty with the whole religion thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, mean, I mean, like every religious character on Degrassi or pr- in, on other shows too like you see this with all other teen dramas too is like whenever they have like a Christian character it's the storyline is always about like this character um, you know like going against their beliefs and this like con- inner conflict that they have and um, stuff like that uh, it would be it would be nice for uh, you know a Christian character to um, you know just be comfortable with themselves and, and you know Claire was a, an option mm-hmm. to do that at the same time I mean I don't think that like it's terrible for Claire to lose her virginity or anything like that. I just, I'm kind of, it's again, sick of this storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I think it kind of goes back to the end of Umbrella, where Claire says she basically is ready, but not yet. And granted, obviously that was with Eli, and I will say I am technically an Eclair shipper. Mm-hmm. But that's nothing to do with what I'm going to say now. I, I feel like, again, it goes with that show. We're being told Claire and Jake are in love versus shown they are in love. So I guess that's more so why I don't like it. Like, I heard the words that she said, and I actually felt like, for Claire, what she said was very much on with her character. You know, especially the as much as I disliked it, the forever comment would be very much in character for her, because we did see that crisis of faith for her, so she doesn't value the waiting till marriage like she once did, and that wasn't all about Eli, that was about herself. You know, seeing her parents dissolve really kind of hit home for her and took away some of what she believed. So I don't think that's Eli or Jake. I think that's all Claire. But I think she feels like she has to be in love to have sex versus it be, being, you know, the person she's going to marry. And she's justifying it now. Like, I feel like she's using the I'm in love so I can have sex when she just really wants to have sex. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, that's actually a really good point, Chrissy. I, I liked everything you said right there. But I'll be honest, I... Okay, there's two sides. Realistically, even if I'm an, 
an Eclair fan and I want them to re reunite later, I would want Claire to sleep with someone else because as an adult, I mean, if you actually go into a relationship and one person slept with other people and the other one hasn't, it's kind of always hanging over your head. But as for it being specifically in Degrassi, I don't know. I, I don't like cake, but if she really felt that way, I could just turn off my screen but support it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to see it. But I could understand it. But I do think we're going to see a massive Jake-shaped hole in the door after she says forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bianca, you, you won't have to throw your computer when that happens, okay? <laughs> It'll be okay. God, I hope so. I hope it's all going to turn out okay. But, you know, it's just... I'm, terrified to find out what happens. I know. But excited at it the same time. Be, it could be really misleading. I mean, it is a Teen Nick promo and, you know, oftentimes True. we are misled to believe that one thing is going to happen and then it doesn't. And but would they really show that moment if that was, like, the pivotal moment right before it was going to happen? It seems like if mm -hmm. it was going to happen, they wouldn't have shown it. Right. Yeah, maybe. So let's take a vote and then we can come back to it. Who thinks it's going to happen? Unfortunately, I still think it's going to happen. <laughs> I, think it's, I think, yeah, I think it's going to happen, yeah. Because I think they're going to go there and be like, look at us, we're so daring. I think it's going to happen, but not in that scene. I, oh, I think maybe. I go with yeah. Ashley. Yeah. I yeah. think it's going to, if it does happen, it's not going to be that scene. It's going to be like a couple scenes later, mm -hmm. or the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I do not think that Claire will get pregnant. Other people are no, saying no, that. No, I don't no, think that no, might no. happen. Oh, no, there's already been there's, enough pregnancies. Yeah, there's, they've done that too much. I don't think that that will happen. But I there. do think that Claire will lose her virginity at some point soon. But people are predicting it with Jake Jenna. Like, they think that's going to be the Jake Jenna scene. Is they're talking about Claire being pregnant? And I think that's that's not it at all. I really hope that's not it. Because I think that oh, would just no. be, like, really unrealistic. And, like, just taking everything a bit too far. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be really disappointed simply yeah. f exactly for those reasons. Yeah, yeah, they're good for like they're good for another pregnancy for like three years. Three yeah, years. Exactly. it's not we secret don't need life. that again. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I guess that's it then. Do you guys have any any last comments about nowhere to run before we before we go? No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> nothing else to say. We think we've said it all, and, you know, we've discussed everything from the colors of their uniforms to, you if, know. If anybody on the set is watch, listening to this, keep this into consideration. Even if they change the color to pastel yellow, I would be fine with that. <laughs> Still not as bad as... Can we start, like, a petition or, like, a campaign or something like yes, that? Yes, we, we should. should. We should. <laughs> Down with I'm the gonna, yellow. Let's I'm, tweet. I'm, creating, I'm creating the hashtag right now. Down with the yellow. Yes. <laughs> yes, and we shall all ma make this massive campaign towards it. Yes, I want that more than an eclair reunion. No <laughs> yellow. <laughs> if you true. throw eclair in there, we'll get more support. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, Chrissy, thank you so much for being on our podcast this week. We're really ha we're happy to have you, and you actually lots had some, of fun. Yeah, you had some really interesting points, so it was great for you for you to be here. And um, yeah, so I guess we'll probably be back with another podcast um, in the new year when the episodes start up again. 
Yeah, maybe we'll have a Christmas special. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do have over 100 days to fill, fill so... Yeah, yeah actually, you're right. <laughs> we can do fan experiences part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you so guys can like mock us with how much better much music is than T-Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, hopefully we get, like, some... Actually, no, who am I kidding? Much music won't air a promo until, like, the week before the episodes come back. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> Yeah, that won't happen, but... um. All right, so um, to all of our listeners, if you guys have any... um comments or questions for us you can tweet any one of the four of us and we'll get back to you or you can send us an email degrassytalks at gmail.com and thank you guys so much for listening and thank you guys for um waiting patiently for this podcast to come out because it's been like two months in the making so (laughs) that's good all right so i will talk to you all later in the new year probably (laughs) (laughs) hopefully we'll talk a little bit sooner than (laughs) On this podcast, I mean, in the new year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Bye.